Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny and Dusty. My Uncle Gus is the uncle that likes to work the grill. As soon as you walk in the house, it's like, get away from that grill. You don't know how to start no fire. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. We're going to eat a hamburger, okay? Here we go. Chatter, throw the mat. Now that's a fire. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm not cooking a brontosaurus burger. The Fan. All right, hour number two, Danny Dusty with you. Uh, we are just talking NFL playoffs, all the different stories. There's so much coming so out of Week much. 18. <laughs> when was the last time we had a Week 18 where so much was kind of on the line and so much was just, like, interesting that we didn't really know what was going to happen with yeah. X, Y, or Z? Like, there was, there's great like, – even in the Lions not making it, there's, a lo- there's something there. Are you kidding me? Now, I'm not going to get sidetracked again, but – I am going to the yes. The Lions need to be discussed today. Yes, and the Packers. We'll get to that. We really haven't even di- delved into the Cowboys. Absolutely falling. Absolute f- s show. Flat on their face. So much so that a producer of another show here has yeah. What's up? Left his swag, fan- Left his fandom. He, after forty years of fandom as a Cowboys fan, he says he's a free agent. Which, That's what did it. I mean, <laughs> really? Which is funny because number one. That's terrible, leaving your team. It is. Number two, I love that it's the Cowboys because it makes it even better. Yeah, like that, though? I mean, come on. Cowboys fans, you know this. I've been telling you this all all season. Heck, the 15 years I've been working at this station, I've been telling you this. You're not back yet. It's going to take – you're still not there. Still not there as, as much as you'd like to think. But that having that be the final nail in the coffin, wow. Uh, interesting. Okay, that's very interesting. And I just saw a preview for a sit-down interview between Stetson Bennett and Tim Tebow. When they air that, folks, those two guys, they don't, they're, they don't play the same sport. They don't play the <laughs> same position. Hell, they're not even the same species. Nope. Stetson Bennett looks like when I sit across from my child at the dinner table when he's looking across at Tim Tebow. What, watch that interview tonight. We were talking about it in the break. Tebow's sitting on the yeah. stage. My first, th- my the first thing I said to Dusty was, "Look at his bleeping yeah. legs. He's huge. He's huge. His legs yeah. are the size of my head." Hey, let's talk <laughs> with. Let's talk about uh, coaching malpractice. <laughs> which again. which one? Uh, Brandon Staley and mm. the are you talking about which one which injury with Brandon no, Staley no which or which, which coach no this is Brandon Staley and the Los Angeles Chargers which had nothing to play for yesterday they were one of the few teams that that, that really didn't have anything mm-hmm. to play and for. yet and they one thing that they did was they they played all of their starters um, against the Denver Broncos and I they they charged out to a fourteen point they ooh, see what I did there charged out hey. Um, to a 14-point lead, and then at that point, it's usually, okay, we got him some run. Let's get him back. I am actually pro play your starters. Give yourself some the run. final week of the year. A quarter. They are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. That habit is you want them 
tuned in and turned on to everything that you are doing in that regiment. And get the car started, warm them up, get them going. Get them going, then park them. Yep. Put them, back, put them back in the garage. Get them out as quickly as you can. Um, what happened with the Chargers, though, is that... Justin Herbert threw the ball 37 times. Yeah, yeah. And he kept the the starters in for far too long. Uh, Mike Williams went down with a back injury. Um, it did not look good. It did not. X-rays were negative, which is great news. Um, but Daniel Popper, who covers the Chargers for mm-hmm. The Athletic, uh, he had a more than concerning tweet saying that leaving the facility yesterday in Denver, he had to be helped to the team bus from the locker room. He could not walk under his own power. That sucks. They're now saying it's a, a back contusion. He's Which got a bruise. He's got a bad bruise in his back. And Mike Williams, let, let's go down the list here. Mike Williams. Does he have a history of injuries? Uh, yes. Yes. Keenan like, Allen? Only all season? Keenan Allen? Does his he entire have an, career. His entire career. Oh, let's not forget about Joey Bosa. Oh, right. also appeared to have gotten injured in that game as well, and we don't know the extent. We have not heard a of what's going on. clarification. But this goes back to something that I've – you have a, a, a season and a team where – they've been banged up for so long, and they're still banged up. Yes. Their center's still out. Their right tackle is out. Um, they, you've had Eckler be gone due to injury. You had Justin Herbert playing through broken ribs uh, at some point this season. You, you mentioned Keenan Allen. He's been hurt. Mike Williams has been hurt. Bosa has been hurt. Why in the world? I, I and Again, I get it. You want to get those guys out, blow some of the rust out, Make sure that they get through their routine and their warm-up. Get them out playing. You have nothing nothing on the line in this game. But this is a track record. And I've been texting back and forth with a listener who is a Chargers fan. At the beginning of the year, I said, if Brandon Staley has more mismanagement of games mm-hmm. and roster, like he could be gone. And I love Brandon Staley. He is super bright. He yes. is a he is super bright mind, a defensive mind. But he comes from, he's a quarterback in his background. He mm-hmm. can dance between the offense and defensive side of the ball seamlessly. He has so many miscues on game management, in this case, roster management. It is absolutely head scratching to me. A guy he loves that, to reach into that bear trap. But he does this too, where he doesn't even play his guys in the preseason, remember? Mm-hmm. But now it's like, well, I'm going to hold these guys in extra long at the end of the year. When we should be seeing these guys rest, that to me is mind-boggling because this roster is a Super Bowl roster. Herbert is a Super Bowl caliber yes. quarterback. Eckler. Um, Bose is a defensive player of the year Bose, type player. But you have Eckler, Williams, Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. You have a very good roster mm-hmm. in front of you with Everett and um, Parnum, the, the tight end. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys, at the beginning of the year, you look at their offensive line, you go, holy crap, they're stacked. And then you look, you look at their defense, you got Khalil Mack and, and Bosa. Like, you, they're loaded. And a lot of the things that you you say is control what you can control. Injuries, usually can't control yeah, them. Yeah, and that decides a lot of what happens in the NFL. But in this case, you can. Yes, and, and the thing about this is that Staley has been consistently inconsistent. That yeah. This... I think Staley is going to end up being okay. I just don't think he's going to end up being okay as the Chargers head coach. I think this is him learning 
and failing. I, I don't think he's, he's he's Nathaniel Hackett bad. I don't think Hackett's ever going to be an NFL uh, coach again. No. Because his game management stuff is atrocious. Well, Staley is a leader of men, too. He, on the, In the press conference, he can win mm-hmm. that. He has, has the locker room, and he has the quarterback, too, which he hasn't lost. Yes, but just with this, a, a lot of his stuff, he, yeah. the, the fourth down stuff, either be the full-time aggressive guy or don't. Like, just the, the, the waffling and adjusting, it's, it's just... You, you kind of kind of have to be who you are, and he. I don't think he knows entirely yet who he is as a head coach. He's almost there, but almost there right now is not what the Chargers need. It, we talked about, is there a team out there that would be willing to give up something for Sean Payton? We, the Cowboys, sure. But what about the Chargers? That's an interesting point. Um, yeah, if you're willing they're, to part with that I mean, first-round pick. They're a ready team. Yeah, and he would love. He would be so perfect with with Herbert. With Herbert, yeah, yeah. But here, here's the deal, though. He Brandon Staley is still a good coach. He has these glaring mismanagement mm-hmm. issues, and like when you say be the fourth down guy, he's still the fourth down guy. But it's like, dude, don't be the fourth down guy where you're on your own thirty-one yard yeah. line and it's fourth down and nine. No, don't go for that. That's not a good call. Don't do it on your own fifteen yard line and it was a fourth and seven. No, don't, don't do, do it. I don't care what play you have. Don't, don't. And that is, it's all been part of a learning process. And I think one thing that we don't give is we don't give a whole heck of a lot of grace with guys going through. We talked about this Dan Lanning. Mm-hmm. He said at the very beginning of the season, like, I'm going to have mistakes. And hopefully I'm not grow. the same ones. Yeah. He has the same ones. Now, this one is a new one, mm-hmm. but it's so glaring that you sit there and you go, you're roster has been plagued by injury. You cannot allow this. Your offense has been humming for the first time and found their identity. Mm-hmm. Go because out, they got healthy. Go out, <laughs> let them score twice, which they did, and then just say, we're good, done. Back S- it up. Still got it. Still got it. It's like when, you, when you're when you the dad and you, you pop out on the basketball court, you hit a couple threes, and you're like, yep, still got it. I'm out. Yeah, you don't need you to know? rub it down. You don't, no. need, you don't need to run up and down the floor with 18-year-olds for the next two hours. No. Call it good. Hey, and on a high note, baby. Hit your set shot, and you're good, man. <laughs> Go down to the post once or twice, mouse yeah. in the house, feel good about yourself, and pack it up. So I get the frustrations. I, I totally get all of those frustrations, and they are all warranted. Uh, if they lose this game, you said it You said it earlier. You think that you know this may be it for him if they lose. I think it's how they lose. If they lose with more game mismanagement, you're going for it on fourth down, backed up in your own territory, you're grasping for straws. If there is clock mismanagement at the end of a game, I think that will dictate if it's on coaching or not. If it is, or if Mike Williams and Joey Bosa can't play and that ends up dooming you, mm-hmm. yeah, that, then then that, that's on your head, Brandon Staley. Yeah. But if it's a close game, you just say, shoot, Jags are a hot team and they're playing at home, and Jags are playing good football. They are legitimately a good football team. Then that may be a little bit different. Jaguars. Jaguars. Uh, but as it Jeff sits right now, there is, rightfully so, a pretty big target on Brandon Staley's back. Again, I, I don't think this condemns his career. Yeah. Most coaches in their first head coaching stint yeah. aren't good. Yeah. I mean, this in this texture uh, is right. If Mike Williams is not able to play and they lose, he's fired. Yeah. And he, and he, probably, he, should he probably should be. He probably should be. Yeah. Um, all right. How about the team they're playing, though? The Jags. Do you believe in the Jags? Uh, yes. Uh, you do? I believe in okay. Trevor Lawrence. That's the thing. Oh. I do. Yeah, after Saturday? I do. 
Okay, let's talk about it next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny and Dusty on the fan. All right, a quick update uh, to my tracking of the AFC South and how often they've been placed on Saturday games in the NFL's postseason. Every year from 2000 now 23 on back to 2010 was the uh, only year that I have found that they have not played a Saturday playoff game. The AFC South. Last when did the AFC South come out in, in its in its current form? It's a really good question. I believe that that was like 2008. To no, further no. back than that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was further back than that. Um, because we had. Uh, it was when the Texans came to be, I believe. Is so it'd be two thousand one, two thousand two. God, it was that long ago. I think that's it. Um, so it's it's been a, a quite a while. Now I may be wrong on that, but I am a back. I'm I'm at 08 right now, and the AFC South represented on that Saturday game, January fifth. Heinz Field, the Jaguars beat the Steelers 31-19, or 29. There we go. And they played in that game as well. They have played, the NFL loves putting the AFC South on that Saturday playoff game. No other, it, it's not even comparable how, where the AFC South stacks up to everybody else. And I guarantee you it's early that they've played. All right, um, let's talk about the AFC South. The Jacksonville Jaguars win the AFC South Championship. Jeff Russ, congratulations. You, you have been a fan of the Jags for one year, and they are already division champs. Congrats, man. Yeah, I'd like to take credit for all of their success. Yeah, as yeah, you should. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's me jumping on the bang, bandwagon that got it done. Well, a lot of people say it's Doug Peterson, but no, I say it's you. Yeah. So congrats 3, to you. 3,000 miles away. You're dang right. You've made a big difference, bud. You made a big difference. You are the difference maker. But uh, that game on Saturday night, um, they ended up pulling pulling off a 2016 victory over the Tennessee Titans. It wasn't pretty, but they got it done. And you say you are a you believe in the Jags because you believe in Trevor Lawrence. I do. And I, as much as that game was sloppy and it was his most inaccurate game, I think of the season, um, I do believe in him. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is a guy who came in who. The only other comparisons for him mm-hmm. and his expectation were Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Dan Marino. Like, as far as, like, he's that good the day he gets there. He's going to be a franchise-level quarterback. The expectations were so through the roof. And then he had Urban Meyer. And it just didn't come together. And now what Doug Peterson has done with him and what they have gotten for him, whether it's Marvin Jones, whether it's Evan Ingram, whether it's Zay Jones, whether it's Christian Kirk, the weapons they've put around him, yeah. they're, they've got dudes on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Are they perfect? They do. They do. Have no. But I do believe in Lawrence. 
I, I do believe that he is a quarterback that this is him. This is his opportunity to get into the playoffs and show what he's made of. Yeah. And I, I believe in Lawrence long-term. What I saw Saturday night was a guy that it felt like the pressure was getting the erratic, the missed throws that were the bunnies, the the throws that you have Mm -hmm. to make to win in the playoffs. And everything was ramped up and amplified in that game. That one where he just airmailed it on a wide open Marvin Jones. Jones, Yeah. Yeah. In the back of the end zone. Yeah. And then he had up the sideline. He had Zay Jones up the sideline where that's a throw that in the playoffs, you've got to make it. And that's a, that would have been a big time one. They don't win that game. If they don't get a question, questionable strip sack, questionable, I don't. You know I, all about questionable strip sacks. Don't I you? don't understand what is why the NFL is. They stand by it so firmly, and they just they they back themselves into a corner with this because just a week ago you had a play very similar to that, where uh, or two weeks earlier, whatever the Herbert one was. Remember when Herbert's arm like the ball went, rocketed forward like that, mm-hmm. and they called it incomplete. It was almost the actually it was less conclusive than that one was, mm-hmm. and Russell Wilson had one. It almost seems as if like Josh Dobbs, who I thought played very, very, very well, considering the circumstances of off the street, yes. And a, it, he's going to be like Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. Do you know Josh Dobbs is an aeronautic aeronautical engineer? Yeah, mm-hmm. we know, we get it. But we're going to get beat over the head. He proved that he belongs in the NFL, though. That is for sure. If he's a journeyman backup, so be it. That guy has proven that he can get his team in a place to win a football game of importance. And even on short notice, that's a backup quarterback. He'll stand in the shadows. But for Trevor Lawrence, like there were enough plays in that game where you sat there and you said, what Mike Vrabel did is exactly what he's going to see come playoff time. Mm -hmm. And you have got to be able to make those throws. Now, this could be a big learning experience, and the best thing that could happen for him is that his defense did bail him out, so he's not stewing on all of those missed opportunities yep. and all of those missed throws that, in all in all seriousness, should have lost them the game. Yes. And that, to me, is I'm, – I'm so interested to see how he looks against the Chargers because it's going to get amplified a little bit more, and he gets the, the one thing that Tennessee has – that the Chargers don't. Tennessee's been in these spots before. Mm-hmm. The Chargers have not as no. a team. They have not. They don't know the amplification of playoff football. And you saw that what the Titans did, especially on the defensive side of the ball, they ramped it up a little yep. bit. Everything was heightened a little bit more. Tractor Cito season on the on the offensive side of the ball, they made it tough. And they we all knew where the ball was going. It was going to twenty two, and he was going to pound the ball down your throat left. Then right, then outside, thirty inside. times, and that he, that is the number he got thirty carries in that game, and with that, I'm really interested to see Lawrence in the playoff scenario because they and I think they do have what it takes to beat the Chargers, especially in Duval at home. Duval. They're playing really good right now, and I'm very happy for Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. He he did get he got a raw deal in in Philly. He did absolutely. But I'm excited to see him uh, in this Jags team because if they if we don't see it this week, we'll see it for sure in the next week when it's playoff football in both sides of the ball 
know what playoff football is all about. That is going to be the exciting part for me. But Trevor Lawrence has got to be better than he was on Saturday night. 100%. And yeah. here's, here's the thing. As much as that, that leverage was turned up and that, that pressure was turned up, Lawrence for the last six weeks has really had that pressure on him because they had to win everything down the stretch to be in this position. Mm-hmm. And in those games, he's been spectacular. He has. He's, and been, I, did, he's been really good. This, this to me, was this was the outlier. If you look over the second half of the season. And you can say that, yeah, it's the end of the season, and this is the one that was the most pressure, and when and you're in, and that, that maybe it bothered him. But, again, it was when or you're out all the way down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And he didn't buckle in those situations. So as much as there is some credence to that. Against the Jets and the Texans. <laughs> but the Jets... Are they a good defense? Well, they weren't when they – that was when they were uh, – I think that was the Zach Wilson Comeback restart. game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was bad. But, I mean, they carved him up. Yeah. And then it's a good defense. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they carved him up. Wasn't it like 19-3? to 3? Wilson – or uh, Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence, Lawrence had a good game. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, hey, I'm a believer in him long term. I am, I, I am a believer yeah. in him long term. I think they're still a year away. I do too. They're going to go in there, and they probably lose yeah. to the Chargers. But if you told me that they they beat the Chargers, huh, yeah, totally believe I, it. I'm not. I'm not shocked by that at all. And See, I'm torn in this game because my heart's with my Jaguars, but my head is with uh, my Chargers, who are or my uh, AFC Championship game pick against the Bills. Oh, there you go. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's tough. This is, this is really tough. Yeah, I think this is where uh, you, being a new fan of a team. This is when you just cheer for your team no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And and then if the Chargers win, you you can still have a little dangling yeah. carrot. That, See, I, just, I like to be right. Hedging our bet. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you would be right in that your your team is now winning games. Yeah, so there we go. See? Yeah. You're always right here, Rust. <laughs> you're in a win-win. It's the trust tree. Yeah, you're in a win-win situation. Um, but, yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, he he's going to have the microscope on him. I'm just happy – his franchise is competent now. Yes. And Doug Peterson and Shad Khan, it was really, that was actually really cool to see their uh, post game handshake because he, like, Doug Peterson's like, I told you we would get it right. Like, we're going to get it right. Yeah, here you go. And the fact that they interviewed Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson was the first guy they interviewed for their head coaching mm-hmm. vacancy. Then they interviewed like 11 different people <laughs> and fi- it went circled right back to him and ended up hiring. That is the right hire. Yes. Also, doing due diligence, a good thing to do. Due diligence is a good thing to do. Turns out. That is right. Um, Okay, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Um, We've got our worst day on the web. We've got our worst day on the web. and uh, It's it's a transfer portal of, of sorts. Okay. (laughs) All right. The portal giveth. Ah. All right. Here's Rust with SportsCenter. Today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Man, that sucked. All right, we take a breath from the NFL uh, and we will start diving into the national championship game tonight. Uh, some uh, college football and the Portland Trailblazers as well. Mm. But we got the worst day on the web today. We, we do have the worst day on the web. It's a doozy. And listen, uh, Alabama just keeps taking L's. You got Georgia in the Uh-oh. national title game and transfer portals. And Uh-oh. speaking of transfer portals, a woman who left Alabama to join ISIS 
in 2014. Now says she regrets her actions oh. and is hoping to return to the United States. I don't think you can call take backs on the we uh, on ISIS? ISIS. No you can't triple stamp and double stamp. No. <laughs> I think with I think the ISIS is like the no that's a permanent one. In fact, it was so permanent that uh, Hoda Muthana she had her citizenship revoked by the Obama administration in 2016. She literally can't come back. I agree with that move. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Are, are we kidding here? You just how? Who calls it? Okay. You can't go, all right, screw, screw the Western world. Screw America. I'm going for ISIS. Then be like, you know what? I want so bad there after all. No, 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 no. That's a pretty permanent one. You know, there's a, there's a lot of folks in as uh, being a part of Team Bad Tattoo. A lot of folks are, are giving uh, Dan Lanning's tat, new tattoo a, a a good one through. I for one absolutely love <laughs> that, that new tattoo. Bold move. It's a it's a bold tattoo. He to covered get, his bases <laughs> to get his. It's a portrait of his wife on his side. I mean, it goes from like armpit down to up just above the hip, and it's a portrait of his wife. But also, his wife, which she does not have tattoos like this, mm-hmm. has like a, a an organ O with the wings on her neck. Uh, and she is a cancer survivor, so it has like the cancer ribbon, ribbon in, in the middle of the O. It's got uh, a pit on her chest, and it's got like an Alabama exactly A. And <laughs> that yep. ample chest. It's got the Alabama A like tatted on her. Like a teardrop. Yeah, on her cheek, and it's got the score of the Georgia game and the ASU Trident, and it's got a lot. It's got all the places he's been, every stop, and then yeah. Uh, she does not have those tattoos on mm. her face. It was like the artistic impression of the st- stops that he's been. Um, it, I would much rather have that than the current tattoo that I have because he can put a shirt on and nobody sees that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've got a horrible ankle tattoo, but when you get that tattoo, yeah, it's bad. Uh, when you get the tattoo, you can't call take backs on that. You can't join ISIS and call take backs on coming back to America. No, there's no take backs here. Uh, she went to ISIS. Yeah, exactly. And she said, and this is part of the, uh, the article. I've never seen that kind of filthiness in my life. There was. Like, there was a hundred women, twice as much kids, running around, too much noise, filthy beds. And it's like, also ISIS killing people, yeah. enslaving people, yeah. raping people. Yeah. Again, killing people. Uh, but she now says she regrets everything except for the birth of her son. And the only way out was that she had to marry uh, ISIS fighters, uh, two of which were killed in combat. The third divorced her, or she divorced him, which oh doesn't typically happen in very conservative, uh, uh, I don't know, terrorist states. Uh, but she now says she regrets everything except for the birth of her son, hopes to return to the U.S. and become an advocate against extremism, making the case that, that she was brainwashed wow. by the terrorist group when she left Alabama in 2014. Yeah, oh, boy. Uh... I'm going to go ahead and say no. Yeah, that no. No. Hard no. No. Hard no. Everybody's like, you know, you can be redeemed. You know what? You can be forgiven, you can be redeemed, and you can yeah. do all those things. It doesn't mean that you get things back. Absolutely not. It's like the going into another uh, awful human being, Miles Bridges. There was like, well, he paid his he he, he, he paid his penance no. in court. It's like, well, he missed four four months of NBA basketball, and now he's supposed to come back and get a new contract after beating the living hell out of his girlfriend no. and pleading no contest no. to a felony charge. That's horrid, horrid, horrid stuff. Mm. 
This woman went and supported fighters who kill people. No, that's not. That's irredeemable. Keep your ass overseas. Can't cover that up. Nope. We're not. You can't laser that one off. This isn't a tattoo removal. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. This one is uh, more permanent than permanent ink. (laughs) So not gonna forget. People don't forget. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Well, glad that we covered that that base there. Wow. That is. Huh. You, you you tease that as the transfer portal. Like that? Yeah, this is not. <laughs> you, you, you can't just transfer out of ISIS. Nope. This, is, this is not the NCAA. Nope. You cannot say. No coaches are picking her up. You cannot leave. <laughs> and no, you can't go to community college you either. You cannot leave America, go to ISIS, and then transfer back out. Your transfers are done at that point. And you can't go to Mexico and for a, for an off year you, and then come back. You, no. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Are you stupid or something? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Unbelievable that stuff. Is, that is absolutely <laughs> just mind-blowing stupidity. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, that's something. That's something. I told you I had a good one today. Y- you do. You do. <laughs> all right, we do have some duck news. We have some actual legitimate Whack. duck news. Um, and it's not it's not Dan Lanning's tattoo. Like this text says, I think the tattoo is awesome. I do. I it's actually, a bold tattoo. I actually like it too. I wouldn't do it, but I like it, and I, I think that is also like it's it's super cool because like you see it on him, and you're like, I don't know if I ever like thought of Dan Lanning as a no. tattoo guy. No, like, at, like I wonder what so, his wife thinks of it because he had to run it by her. Yeah, no, you don't make a unilateral decision no. on that one. I think it's I think it's pretty cool that I think the the way that he did it. I think it's pretty. I told you, man, Lanning's growing on me. Like I, I, I didn't not like him, <laughs> but like, like I'm, I'm liking him more tattoo. and more. Yeah. Like, hey, what is your tattoo of? Well, it's a my, portrait of my wife, my, but per, she's got face tats yeah. of all the stops that I've been in. It's like got all of like memories of of our life, and I was like. Oh, <laughs> the, kind of Jessica Rabbit version of my yeah. wife. Like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, I can dig it. So it's not a a sun on your sh- shoulder blade. <laughs> it's in between my shoulders. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Um, he thinks we I'm have joking, other. But I'm dead serious. We have other. Is it the Sublime Sun? No. Different. Okay. All right. Because then I would have been like, Ah, no, I've never seen that before. Mm. Every day from hippies playing hacky sack in college. <laughs> <laughs> Or slacklining. Yes. Which is really hard. Slacklining's really hard. Oh, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Have you ever tried it? No. You'd have broken your other hip doing Probably. that. Probably. I've never tried it, no, but I I, I know my limits. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. All right. Um, enough of this hippie talk. Let's get to uh, some college foosball. Uh, news from the University of Oregon. Really cool nod coming one duck's way. Danny and Dusty on the fan. On the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. All right, uh, got a little, got a little bit of duck news. Got a little Oregon duck news. The uh, College Football Hall of Fame has announced its uh, class for the 2023, and it is loaded. Boy, it really is. I mean, this is like a, this is kind of a who's who, and I think what's really cool about this is that. It kind of really accentuates 
and puts an exclamation point on one of the greatest duck careers we've ever mm -hmm. seen. Uh, LaMichael James is entering this class. Um, he, the Oregon running back from 2009 through 2011, he will join uh, a star-studded class. And this, think about this. He's 2000, his impact, he's 2009 through 2011. Mm -hmm. I will read the guys off who have waited a longer time to get in. He waited one year. Than, than LaMichael James. Eric Berry, Michael Bishop, Reggie Bush, Dwight Freeney, Robert Gallery, con like consensus All-American, uh, Derek Johnson, uh, Keekley was the same uh, as classes him, Bryant McKinney. Um, Who was a monster at Miami. Tim Tebow had to wait longer. He, Tebow you, played 06 to 09. Tebow might be the greatest college quarterback star of all time. Troy Vincent, D'Angelo Williams, Brian Westbrook. Think of that. Those are the guys that, that had to wait a longer amount of time than, than LaMichael James. I think that we sit here and we, we think of how great LaMichael James was locally because we saw him mm -hmm. and we were so close to it. But I think it also says a lot about the reverence that LaMichael James in that blur offense kind of changing college yeah. football um, that he gets in on this his what second second time you second said time, yeah. second ballot that he's been you're, on. you're eligible ten years after in that to me uh, there's always a backlog of players that are waiting to get in see Tim Tebow <laughs> now Tim Tebow um, is played that waiting game this is it's exceptional to think of. Uh, LaMichael James and what he meant to Oregon football and what he meant to college football that uh, he is entering the the College Football Hall of Fame, which is down in Atlanta. And if you've never been, I highly recommend going. It's one of the really cool – it's one of the coolest places that uh, I've been. Dirt and I went when um, we had we went on a date there <laughs> when we went to, <laughs> to Georgia, Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. And it's right next to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's right next to, like, uh, the Olympic uh, Park. And it's right in the heart of downtown. It's a really cool place. And when you go in there, you when you check in, you type in what school you went to or you're a fan of. Little and helmet light up. They have every helmet in college football from Division three to Division one, mm -hmm. and it lights your helmet up when you go in there. And like the duration of your stay. Like it knows that what school you went to and what exhibits you, it'll direct you to an exhibit that you need to go to for stuff that your school is in. Mm -hmm. uh, Southern Oregon did uh, not have I'll any say, stuff so, there. I mean, I mean, but we had the helmet. Hey, we had the helmet. You did. You're up. And there. it was lit up. It's counted. Yep. Do you know where LaMichael ranks all time NCA rushing? Mm, ninth. Twenty first. Twenty first. Oh, hey, twenty one. That's fitting. It's fitting for him, right? Yeah. But five thousand eighty two yards. Okay. Uh, Dang. It's a that's a big number. Yeah. Uh in the Pac twelve, you know where ranks? No. Fourth. Fourth. Yeah. That's pretty incredible, man. And going with the star studded class like this, think of it. I mean, Reggie Bush, Tim Tebow, uh, those names are some of the biggest names in college football. And we know why Reggie Bush had to wait, which is still stupid. It's he he's been on the ballot for eight years, and again, I I'm I'm gonna sound like a homer here, but it's the second greatest college running back outside of Barry Sanders, it's yeah. He he should have been a no doubter. Pretty and he incredible. Had, here he is, but 
that is the the incredible part about that is this texture points out is that he, he didn't play all four seasons like the like the top guys and he's still 21st mm-hmm. on that list and he is a guy that think of name image and likeness LaMichael coming back and LaMichael getting another year like they're handing out years left and right now to guys um you could have a bad cold in the offseason you'll get a sixth year of eligibility now it seems but the, think of LaMike if he if he's one of those guys that is the bell cow for four years and he split carries he split carries with a lot of different backs whether it was LeGarrette Blunt or Kenyon Barner um he was he, he still put up just ridiculous numbers says a lot about the offensive lines that they had at Oregon too over that time and during that run so uh, congrats to LaMichael James Hall of Famer now and Killer Burger owner Multiple killer burgers. Yeah, I guess he's opened one Eugene mm-hmm. later this month. That's nuts. He's a good dude, too. And if you've never had a peanut butter pickle bacon burger, you should. No. You Bender, you got to try it once. I'm out. No, Bender's what you want to go with. I'm the, yeah, I'm the peanut butter pickle uh, bacon guy. Is that the spicy one? Which yeah. one's the spicy? Yeah, 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 that's the spicy. I like that one. That's the good one. It's a good one. All right. Um, I've done my, my research is concluded, uh, and I will tell you this. It's not really even close. Uh, there have been 21 Saturday uh, playoff games. Uh-huh. And I, I'm going to go ahead and I'll say that I'm going to give the AFC South 18 of them because last year the Tennessee Titans were the one seed. And so they had a bye, but they played on a Saturday the next week, which I still think is funny. Um, so I'm not going to count that. So 18 of the 21 years. 18 of the 21 years we have seen that in the existence of Saturday wild card Saturday, the AFC South has played in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The AFC East has played in seven of them. <laughs> the AFC North has played in seven against these teams. There have been years where we have had two AFC South teams playing each other on that Saturday, Indy versus Houston, 2019. <laughs> like this is ridiculous. They're just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, AFC South. Uh, and it would be something where I'd be like, okay, maybe maybe they're just everybody plays this many. Uh-uh. No. The AFC South is playing. It's Saturdays. It, they, Saturdays they is for Saturday. It's the AFC Saturday. They are Saturday football, if I've ever seen Jeff it. Jeff Saturday should have been, found a way to be in this game. That's how Saturday they are. <laughs> well, if the Colts wouldn't have sucked so bad, maybe he would have. <laughs> All right, 503-250-1080. Can we do it? Can we talk about the Blazers now? Oh, yeah. Send your text. This is officially a skid. It is. This is a skid that I, the Blazers and I've have got, And I've got some stuff that's going to, I don't know if they like explain it, don't but make you think this about it. Term. Oh, I'm not polishing it. Let's not, not at all. polish this term. Not at all. They are in a skid right now. Let's let's get it all out there. 503-250-1080. That's a fan text line. This is Danny and Dusty on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.